welcome to Catherine Biroy show. I'm very happy today because one of the people who actually supported me when I was just a baby and I was making my first steps is now here with me. Known as America's joy magnet, Sherry Alice is the author of international bestseller, Love Yourself Happy, TEDx and international speaker and joy expert. At seven years old, Shari found herself having used her voice on a witness stand to testify against the man who had abused her. She now uses her voice to speak around the world on self-worth, thriving after trauma, self-love, and reclaiming your joy. Sherry is the founder, uh, former co-founder of one of the first holistic wellness communities and directories, host of multiple TV and radio shows. She has been featured in numerous media outlets, including Good Day LA, Good Day Philadelphia, and a regular contri- contributor on Good Morning Washington and Good Morning Day Rochester. Obviously, English is not my native language, but I'm holding on. She has been featured in Drive Global, Women's Business Daily, Huffington Post, Authority Magazine, Daily OM. Only good TV and more. She believes that in the radical acceptance of ourselves, we truly can live a joy-filled life. I'm so happy to have you here, Shari. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Sorry about having to read all that. <laughs> so complicated words. <laughs> Next time I'll just say numerous media outlets and we'll be done. With no, that. I wanted to mention this because thanks to you, I'm now part of one of the programs and I'm learning a lot about media and all of that. And again, we we met again after so long time. And I would like for you to share your story a little bit, if you would like so. Sure. How how far back would you like me to go just to, I mean, as you're far as like you form. feel, as okay. far as you feel. So I was born in, no, I'm just kidding. Once upon a time. No, I mean, I guess I always start with, you know, what really changed the trajectory of my life. And, and, and you mentioned it and being on a witness stand. And, and that's really where I feel like my life took a turn. Although, of course, at a young age of seven, I didn't really understand that that's what was happening. I just knew this was part of my world. I knew that people weren't talking about it, that it wasn't, you know, it was 1981. So sexual abuse, the Me Too movement, all of that, you know, there was no one using their voice speaking about this. So it was something that I had to deal with in private, really. And in private, I mean, in my own, in my own mind, my, um, I was abused by a stranger. Hmm. And I, there was something inside of me that told me to tell, to share about it, even though like a lot of, um, a lot of survivors were told, I was told that if I told I, my family would be killed, that I would be hurt, Hmm. but there was something within me that just said share. And so I told my sister and my mom had sensed that something was wrong when I got home and she basically eavesdropped on me speaking to my sister and telling my sister about what had happened. And long story short, we called the police and everything. And Mm -hmm. I was called to, of course, testify um, against this man. And at that young age, learning, having to use my voice um, was one of the most terrifying things that you could ever imagine having to sit in front of a courtroom and name parts of your body in front of a room full of strangers, mm-hmm. um, having to point out this man um, in front of me, what he's wearing, as well as having the, the defense attorneys like felt like interrogation to like, why didn't mm-hmm. I do more? So mm-hmm. that experience in and of itself beyond the abuse, but in the courtroom 
really changed everything for me. It had me feel defensive my whole life. It had me feel like that I had to say and do the right thing in all of my relationships and all of my life that I was going to get in trouble if I did. And so this people pleaser was born a person that, you know, always wanted to say and do the right thing. So I wouldn't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening, like for a lot of people who have experienced abuse, you know, we end up having an unhealthy relationships, whether with others. And mostly for me, it was with myself. Mm -hmm. So really my journey began then and really uncovering, disconnecting from myself at a young age. And then the journey back to finding myself mm -hmm. and my joy. Mm, and, you know, I, I didn't know this, this part of your story when I joined one of the uh, uh, wellness directories that you co-founded. And I met you there for the first time. And as I mentioned you before we started this conversation, uh, you were the light for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and you were one of the people at first people who I saw that they, they are doing something to make this world really a better place. And you supported me, even not knowing me back then. And I will never forget that. So, you know, you affected a lot more lives than I think that you might be aware. And mm -hmm. uh, that was 2015, a long, long time ago. And being uh, so brave and courageous to share this, what you just shared, is even more powerful. Mm -hmm. So you changed my life. You gave me the strength to step up because I was just starting out and I didn't know what I'm doing. And although you maybe didn't know that directly, indirectly, you and uh, the other people from that from that space were actually there for me at that time so I want to thank you from the core of my heart and I wanted to share this it's very nice that I shared it publicly before I told you right? <laughs> how convenient yeah <laughs> I feel like you're trying to like break me down here feeling well <laughs> yeah but no it's I mean thank you I I I think when you, you know, because you do this every day, like you're always helping people and your mission is really heart-based and, and, and so has mine been for years. Like, and so you don't always know the people that you're affecting and you don't always know because not everybody tells you that, but you just keep showing up no matter how tired you are, no matter how unwell at times you are because it's in your heart. And so that's why I'm so emotional as you share that, because I didn't, you know, until you said like, know that that's how you felt. I just, I saw you, I didn't, I was fumbling my way too. Like we were, you know, this community was a startup, you know, we were fumbling our oh, way yeah. too, but we just wanted to support people who had a mission to help change the world. And there you were doing that, wanting to do that. And I wanted to help. Yeah. And, and, and this is, this is how things go very like, you know, um, I don't even know how to say that, but I believe that nothing happens without a reason. Mm -hmm. And for you to share uh, this part of the story, which you shared now, and I heard it first time when I was watching your TEDx talk, uh, really deeply touched my heart. And I think it, it takes a lot of car courage for that, but especially because you completely transformed your life. Yeah. And now you are America's joy magnet. <laughs> so what? <laughs> How that happened? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> what does joy mean to you? 
joy for me is the full connection to ourselves. Mm. So, and, and what I mean by that is the full acceptance. Um, I light up and, and the work that I've done with people is really when we are fully aligned with our truth. Mm-hmm. So whether that looks like, you know, feeling crappy one day and owning it, not feeling super positive and being okay with that, feeling anger, feeling compassion, feeling joy, whatever that is. Joy is when we are fully connected to ourselves and being okay with all of our imperfections. Um, and, and it took me years to figure that out because I was so disconnected from myself because of the trauma that happened at a young age. Um, but the more and more that I began to accept all parts of me, which means all human emotions, the more and more I felt joy rising. And so when I do work with people and I help people and I connect them back to their truth, they begin to feel that same joy. It's so beautiful. I never, I never looked at it that way. <laughs> Again, you, you completely shifted the perception. But truly, well, think about children. I mean, think yeah. about, I, I think the reason why my belief is the reason why children feel joy so much is because they're just being themselves, right? Like we were just exactly. being ourselves, the freedom, the creativity, without the worries of anything. And so it's connecting back to those parts mm. of ourselves. Mm. Yeah, that's very powerful. And how we can access that joy. So is through the connection and connection for me, and it just looks like self-awareness. I mean, you can connect with yourself, but like some people do through meditation, it could be just through, you know, allowing yourself to feel what you feel. It's all through connection, connecting to yourself and not what we all do, which is a lot of disconnection, whether it's, you know, on social media all the time, you know, the endless scrolling, the the being distracted, the overworking, not that there's anything, I know that we're all professionals, but not that there's anything wrong with working, but when you use it as a distraction from feeling, mm-hmm. when you use it as a distraction from not being still and sitting with yourself, that is a form of disconnection. Just like even people that work out, like there are people that work out for hours and hours at the gym, but then if they really stopped, you, mm-hmm. there'd be a lot of stuff going on. So Mm-hmm. We access joy through connecting, through slowing down, through stillness. Mm-hmm. And if people just realize, actually, that's that's the simplest thing they they can can do, just be themselves. Yeah. Uh, usually, we take on different uh, identities, different masks, and all of that. But then you have to remember things when you are completely <laughs> honest and when you are, you know, basing everything on your story and when you are just being yourself. And it's simple. You don't have to remember anything. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's true. Just who you are, you know? Right. right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've all done that and we show up in certain ways with certain roles because society like has made us feel that we have to. And even from childhood, you know, we got rewarded for doing what our parents wanted us to do or teachers or society. So we learn to show up as other people want us to. So we go through life almost doing that same thing. So yeah, it's a lot easier when you're yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> there is nothing else. If you don't feel well, just don't. If you feel right. good, just just feel yeah. good. And you're frustrated and yeah, and you don't and you don't feel so positive today. That's okay, but the more like that we struggle with accepting how we feel, the longer we sit in that struggle and we mm. suffer. Exactly. So I've learned to just be like, oh, okay, compassion, like self-compassion for me is everything. And that's really what I share with a lot of people too. I feel like it's the foundation 
mm-hmm. for more joy, for a well-lived life. Mm-hmm. So everything brings us back to our source, to ourself, to yeah. self-love, right? Yeah. yeah. Self-love is the foundation for joy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what is that defining moment that actually changed the outlook when you, when you look at life? Well, it's interesting because people have, people have asked me over the years what that defining moment is. And I always first say like, it was a bunch of like small moments, right? Like it was a bunch of like breadcrumbs along the way that all led me to, I guess would be the big moment, which for me was after, and I talked about it in my TEDx talk, uh, was about this big trip to Italy. Um, Mm -hmm. I had had my heart broken and yeah, by my current fiance. (laughs) Yeah, we got back together. Spoiler alert. um, But I had, you know, we had this big dream together. And and long story short, like he broke my heart. And I was like, well, I don't know what else to do. He was supposed to move out with me. And so I decided to sell like everything I owned. I quit my job at that time of 14 years. And I took off to Italy for the summer. I had this dream of writing a book. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to heal my heart. I'm going to spend some time with me learning how to love me. And I took off for three months. And during those three months were like life changing for me because it was the first time that I had ever really slowed down. Mm -hmm. And as I just mentioned, that stillness and that quiet allowed me to reconnect back to myself and there was this moment that I had and I joke about it because I'm Jewish and, but I found that I love churches. Like I was like in churches all the time in Italy, just walking through them. And I talk about it in my book, so I don't want to go into all of it. Um, but I had this moment where I literally heard the voice for some it's God, you know, higher power source that said to me out of nowhere, it was one of my last days in Italy. And I heard the words, you weren't supposed to leave her. You were supposed to love her. Hmm. And up until that point, you know, leaving, like I told you, I disconnected from that day on the witness stand from that little girl who was so hurt. And there was so much pain that I left her that day. And I had another experience, like weird experience in Sedona, Arizona for anyone who's ever been there and where my seven-year-old self showed up and people would be like, you're crazy. And I, I would have said the same thing, mm-hmm. um, but I left her that day too. So in that moment, in that church, what I realized is that I had disconnected from her. And so that began my journey back to really spending time with me, getting to know me, getting to heal that little girl within, giving her what she needed. And in that journey back to myself is where I found joy. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was watching your TEDx talk on YouTube. And that sentence really, really touched my heart very deeply. Because I lived something similar. And um, I realized that I'm completely out of my body. And that I'm always somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And that is because of the experiences I had when I was a child. So uh, that sentence just took my heart back to its place and basically, you know, reconnected me to that little girl that I was. Mm -hmm. And that everything is fine. And if I look myself now and back then, it was a hell of a journey, but it was an amazing journey. 
and I'm mm-hmm. very grateful for all the experiences. I think I left a comment about that sentence, and uh, you're about to be quoted. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. <laughs> now we're going to have a little bit of fun. Okay, I'm going to put a little bit of pressure, of course, and I will ask you a few very quick questions. You okay. have like 10 seconds to answer to me, and then you will hear. Yeah. You're asking an overthinker not to think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm the one. So, but it's going to be simple. What's your favorite okay. book? Uh, Conversations with God. Oh, my, my, one of my favorites too. Amazing. Yeah. What do you like to do at your spare time? Uh, hike. I love to take nature walks. Oh, yeah. We have. Yeah. And go to the movies. <laughs> that, that, that's, that, that's similar to what would you ask yourself? If you were me now, oh, this um, just came. This just came. I didn't plan this. <laughs> yeah, no. I I think the question that would come: Are you? What came to first mind is: Are you happy? Hmm. And in moments, mm-hmm. um, but I am filled with joy. Mm. Again, very I- deep. <laughs> Yeah, well, happiness depends on things. And, you know, and sometimes your career is not going well, or sometimes your relationships aren't well. And so happiness is very like transitory, but joy, joy doesn't go anywhere. It's always and, there. And you, you have that beautiful light all around you. And, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's truly, you know, as you said, when we walk our talk, we, we are standing in our truth. It's very simple. Would you like to share a little bit about your book and where people can find you, how they can reach out to you? Yeah, thank you for asking. I love my book. And that's not, that's, (laughs) I I just, it was, you know, it was my life poured into, it's my heart poured out. And um, it's called Love Yourself Happy, A Journey Back to You. Mm -hmm. And it talks a lot about the trip to Italy, but really just the journey back of of trying to find happiness in everyone and everything and my unhealthy relationships and trying to stuff down the relationship that I had with food, like using that Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. to ultimately come back to myself. And it's set up as a road trip for people. So there's detours, there's rest stops and there's fuel ups and it's available. So it's just really the journey of coming home to ourselves and not only being okay with being happy but also as i said being sad being frustrated being ourselves it's available on amazon and anywhere books are sold online and then everyone can find me i'm all over social media under sherry elise or you could just go straight to my website which is also sherryelise.com thank you so much for sharing that i truly truly am happy to have you here and joyful and everything else (laughs) as you as you already noticed thank you so much for being my guest i truly enjoyed and i hope you did too I did. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Ciao. Ciao.